As the Nationals head into the final series of the 2023 season, it's not just that. It's not sadness today because the Nationals, they got to get 70 wins tonight. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every single day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. And I'm your host, Ryan Clary. You can catch me over on Twitter at RyanClary11 and as well as the show page at LO underscore Nationals for all your latest Nationals news and notes. And if you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscriber button over on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast and turn those notifications on so when you know Locked On Nationals will be in your feeds Later on in today's show, we will be previewing tonight's game of the Atlanta Braves against the Washington Nationals, in which the Nationals are sitting at 69 wins right now. I want to get to 70 wins. You only got three games left to do it. We'll discuss that a little bit later on. And also, I kind of want to go around Major League Baseball here also. We spend a lot of time talking about this Nationals team. We do it every single day, five days a week, three segments per show on the Nationals. But let's take a look around Major League Baseball as there's some drama going to unfold over the weekend. And in my opinion, I just really want to talk about that and how the Nationals could kind of play into some of those uh, spoilers. You could say we'll discuss it all a little bit later on, but let's kind of just debrief here. The Nationals are heading in to the final series of 2023 in which this has been a very, very successful season for the Washington Nationals. And while you may say, well, You've only won 14 more games than last year, and you're right. But if you look at the talent pool that the Nationals had just last year compared to this year, you obviously see the, the core that is still there. Kibet Ruiz, C.J. Abrams, Joey Manessis, Lane Thomas, all those different guys sprinkled in with Mackenzie Gore, Jake Irvin, and all the other kind of younger guys who have taken that step up in 2023. But this team has just been impressive all year long. And I'm talking about the Nationals right now and not the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves, they're probably the best team in all of baseball. If you count the wins, whichever way you look at it, this is a very good team. But with the Nationals, going into this season, I believe Sportsbooks, I believe FanDuel actually had 58 and a half wins where it was kind of our over-under was at. And plenty of different Sportsbooks had kind of that same negativity around the Nationals. And while I think we've been able to prove that if you have the steps in place, meaning if you have your president of baseball operations like Mike Rizzo, if you have your manager with Davey Martinez, someone who has won a World Series with this organization, if you have all these different pieces, I think that kind of means a little bit more than the talent on the field. Now, while everything is about the players, obviously you're not going to win a championship without the players on the field. But if you look at the places that the Nationals have and they have these positions that are filled out that are so important, that are so integral for an organization in this rebuild, I think that kind of goes to show you why this Nationals team did take a step up. And obviously, Davey Martinez He's not bulletproof. We get that. Davey Martinez has had his fair share of mistakes. Mike Grizzo, he's had his fair share of mistakes as well. 
But overall, I believe the outcome still goes to show you that both those guys are well above average at their jobs. And maybe not more so Davey Martinez, but certainly Mike Rizzo and what he does. It's just that is the fact, in my opinion. While you could say, well, why didn't he hit on any first-round picks basically from 2012 all the way through 2021 until they got Brady House there? Yeah, you're right. It wasn't very good. This Nationals team has not been good at drafting over the last decade or so. But even then, from top to bottom, you see the organization kind of taking the strides that they need to make. Now, while the last month, it's been a little bit messy with the ownership thing and all the rumors and gutting the scouting department, all that stuff is messy. Yes, that is a complete, utter disaster, in my opinion. But if you look beyond all that, This team has taken a step up, and so tonight, you go against the best team in all of baseball, and while you only have to win one of these games, in my opinion, you're going against the Atlanta Braves. Simple as that. This is the best team in all of baseball. I want to get to 70 wins, and I think if you were to get to 70 wins, it's a lot more than just that 70 number right then and there, because if you can actually have that 15-plus win success rate over the course of one year, after you just win 55 games and you're the worst team in baseball in 2022, number one, I think that's a lot of confidence that'll be kind of injected into this Nationals team and really the organization as a whole, maybe going into the offseason, wanting to spend on a free agent. It just sounds a little bit better. 69 wins compared to 70 wins or 71 or even 72 if they sweep the Atlanta Braves. There's a lot of different outcomes that could come with this series, but when I'm looking ahead at this, it would just be a huge confidence boost for the team to get to 70 wins. And as a fan, fans all around D.C., the DMV, wherever you are, wherever you are listening, you guys will be happy with 70 wins. And I think if the Nationals could get to that moment, it just sounds so much better than to say that you have 69 wins on the season. If you can get to that 70 mark and win 15-plus more games than what you did last year after being a really bad team, then I think the leap for next year could be around that 80 to 85 win mark. But even then, there's a whole offseason to really kind of discuss that. There's also young players on this roster that could take that next step and really catapult this team into that 80, 85 win category just on their own, even if they didn't spend in free agency. But going in this series, it's not the best pitching matchups, if I have to say. You got Trevor Williams on the bump tonight. You also have... Yoan Adone going on tomorrow's game, Saturday. And then you have Jackson Rutledge on Sunday for game 162. And at this moment in time, the Nationals, they're not favorable matchups, I have to admit. Because Trevor Williams, we all know the struggles that have really just not been good at all in the second half of the season. He hasn't really been pounding the zone like he did in the first portion of the season. And just many different things have gone wrong for him over the last month or two. Then tomorrow, Yoan Adone, you've kind of seen him and his production fall off a little bit as of recent. But even then, he's going up against Spencer Strider. And you may say, oh, my God. But Spencer Strider, whatever it is, with teams that are below 500, that guy cannot beat them. That's where his ERA has really kind of skyrocketed, you could say. And so looking ahead to that game, tomorrow with Yoan Adone on the mound against Spencer Strider, that's the game I might be looking at to say, I think that could be our 70 win, our 70th win, rather, right then and there. Now, this is the thing also. 
we understand that this Braves offense and really the heater that they've been on recently, especially after they just played the Chicago Cubs. I don't know if you guys know this. They were down multiple runs in multiple games, and they came back and won those games both times. The Atlanta Braves, they aren't going anywhere, unfortunately. They just aren't. They are not going anywhere. They're not going to let back. And tonight, they have Alan Winans, who's hasn't been their best pitcher. He's kind of been up and down, but he's been pretty solid. And at this point, he's been better than what Trevor Williams has been, especially over the last month or so. So when you're talking about tonight's game and what really this could hold, yeah, you could jump on Winans. But also, I don't know, man. When you have these right-handed pitchers, and this has kind of been a thing for the Nationals over the course of the season, if Lane Thomas and C.J. Abrams aren't on in one night, typically the Nationals' offense tends to kind of stutter. It just tends to not really be the best that it could possibly be in this organization. You've seen moments in which Lane and CJ, when they are clicking, that's when the Nationals have their hot months. That's when they get hot. That's when the offense really starts to turn around, as we saw in the month of July. CJ Abrams got off the leadoff spot, and you have that one-two combo with CJ Abrams and Lane Thomas, and both, both of them were feeding off each other at many different occasions. CJ Abrams would get on base, Lane Thomas would hit them in, and that marriage was a beautiful combo for this team. But since then, both have kind of cooled off. In particular, Lane Thomas has really cooled off. And so you see the first two games are against right-handed pitchers in which Lane Thomas just simply has not been able to hit well so far this season. But it's not as bad as it has been in the past. He has taken some steps up in that department as well. So I can point that out. But this is a series, man. This is it. The final three games of the season. This is the last chance we get to watch our Washington Nationals in which has been a successful season. I want to get to that 70 win mark, as I've said for the millionth time this week. 70 wins, and it will just be very happy. And if I could throw a parade for 70 wins, I probably would. And that may may sound sad, and you're right. It is sad. I had low expectations for this team, and they've beaten those expectations. So therefore, let's get to 70 wins, and let's really get this thing going for 2024. Thank you guys for making Locked On Nets your first listen every single day. The Nationals play the Braves tonight at 725 Eastern Time. Catch every pitch of the Nationals hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Nationals there. And of course, the Braves, they have that later start time because they think their traffic is so special up there, which it just, if you're in D.C., if you know, you know, it. it's, it's not special. It really is not. So that's just my little gripe with them but before we get into kind of going around these postseason races and really kind of get into the thick of this I don't know if you guys really know there's a lot of former nationals on these teams there's a lot of really tight races going around with both wild card races the AL West still hasn't been locked up there's a ton of different things flying around Major League Baseball right now but before we get into that let me tell you guys about our good friends over at Sleeper and guys When we tell you about Sleeper, we want you to know that the MLB playoffs are right around the corner, which means the clock is ticking on your chance to 100 times your cash on daily fantasy baseball. Baseball has never been more exciting than it is now with studs like Acuna, Betts, and Otani. Pick more or less on stats for these stars like home runs, hits, strikeouts, and more for up to 100-time payout on Sleeper. Get your picks right, and you could win big. 
this is what I love about the sleep wrap is when I can when I can actually see all the different projections that are actually aligned to what could actually happen. If you check those other apps out there, you all know what I'm talking about. The projections are so out of whack. They favor big names. Some are guys who just simply haven't been good this year, but Sleeper stays on top about it. And also, I like talking a little bit of smack with some of my friends in the group chat, and the chat functionality in the app is simply great. So I want you guys to experience that, just like Locked On Nationals host Ryan Clary has experienced that. Use promo code Locked On, and that is L-O-C-K-E-D, O-N, and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See sleepers terms of use for details. And again, that is promo code locked on. Thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every single day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And guys, this is the best time of the year. Let me just say this now. You got postseason baseball ramping up in the final season of the regular or the final week of the regular season in Major League Baseball is always, always postseason baseball in my mind. And it's gonna clock's gonna turn to October this coming Sunday, October 1st. That's when things really get real. But obviously, there are a ton, a ton to cover. When it comes to these postseason races, let's start off in the National League with right now you got the Philadelphia Phillies locking up that number one seed in the wild card. You've got the Diamondbacks likely in the two seed at this moment in time. And then you have an NL East little Miami Marlins that are in the mix for the third spot. And then the Chicago Cubs are just a half game back from them right now. So you go into this series, the Marlins are going up against the Pittsburgh Pirates at Pittsburgh as well. The Chicago Cubs, as they kind of just got trounced on by the the Atlanta Braves over the last week, they're going up to Milwaukee, and they play in Milwaukee. It's not at home. It's not at the friendly confines of Wrigley Field. They're going up to Miller Park in what should be a battle for the ages because you have the Marlins right now who, I don't know if you guys know this, but the last game last night in City Field, was actually postponed in the ninth inning with the Marlins having a 2-1 lead, in which right now, currently, Major League Baseball could be continuing that game this coming Monday, in which if the Chicago Cubs finish a half game back, they're going to have to have that tiebreaker, in which could be a very, very interesting thing. But at this moment, with the Cubs going up against the Brewers, the Brewers, they got the pitching, man. We've talked about that when the Nationals faced them, both home and away. We faced all their studs, and they are very, very good heading into this October stretch. I, at this moment in time, looking at the NL wildcard, I think the Miami Marlins are going to sneak in with this. And they kind of were fluttering a little bit over early September, late August. They they really weren't playing the baseball that they have been because – Earlier this season, I believe they were up to the number one wild card spot at one point. I know they were above the Philadelphia Phillies for the first month or two, really. Then Trey Turner caught fire. And ever since then, the Philadelphia Phillies have been one of the better teams in the National League. But looking at the Marlins, this is a tough team that you really don't want to face. And while Sandy Alcantara is not going to be there for their postseason run, more than likely, this team is still going to be a very very tough out. They got Jake Berger, who some people may say, well, he's not that big of a difference maker, but 
this guy is going to come up in clutch situations. So this is kind of the early portion of this postseason stretch. The Marlins, again, they have the starting pitching. They have a top prospect with Yuri Perez, who is no longer a prospect and who is just simply an ace on a big league team. If they had Sandy Alcantara on top of that, this team, the Miami Marlins staff, you don't want to face them. You do not want to face this team. And if you even remember back in 2020 when they had Sixto Sanchez coming up, he was a beast that year in the COVID season. Ever since then, he's battled a ton of injuries, a ton of really unfortunate setbacks for his career and hasn't really pitched since then up in the bigs. But beyond that, you saw that Marlins team make some noise in that postseason. It's really because of the pitching. When you get into these situations, when you are just a half game back, that is when the pitching can really kind of carry your team, similar to what we saw in 2019 with the Nationals, similar to what we saw in the Braves in 2021, and also last year with the Houston Astros and what they did eventually winning the World Series. Pitching is going to carry you. And if you are a postseason team, typically, myself speaking, I'm going to tip the cap to whoever has the better pitching staff. And at this moment, I'm taking the Miami Marlins over the Chicago Cubs. So I'm willing to bet right now, I think the Miami Marlins are willing to handle their business up in Pittsburgh, probably win the first two games. And even then the Chicago Cubs, they go up against the Milwaukee Brewers, who also have that really good pitching staff. They have a great, fantastic bullpen as well, which the Cubs they just don't really have either of those at this moment. At least they don't align with the Brewers' bullpen and the starting rotation staff. But that's going to be a both those series this week. When also the Cincinnati Reds, they're still in the mix as well. A game and a half back. They're up in St. Louis as well. Three-game series. The Cincinnati Reds kind of fell off a wagon this year. The Chicago Cubs got hot. Jamer Candelario really helped them and their offense. Candelario is back off the IL now, so maybe the Cubs can kind of sneak in, but I think the Cincinnati Reds, they're most likely done. But now let's look at the American League because this is where it gets interesting, in my opinion. You have the Rangers who should wrap up the West with two games. They're two games up right now of the Houston Astros, but then you look at this. Tampa Bay is the number one seed as a wild card. They got that locked up there. Toronto is up one game over Houston. They're in the two seed. That's at least what it looks like for now. And then you have the Houston Astros taking up the third seed. They just got rid of, they just had a wild series with the Mariners there up in Seattle. The Houston Astros came out on top, but Seattle, they're down one game against the Astros heading into this final series. And they play the, the Texas Rangers in which is going to be an insane insane series because again the Astros could very much so win the AL West now there's a lot of different things that have to happen the Houston Astros will most likely have to sweep the series the Rangers they're going to have to crumble and the Mariners they're going to have to win against the Texas Rangers in order for the Astros to win the AL West and also the Astros are going to have to win and they play at Arizona who as we've said they're in the wild card for the National League they're a very good team someone who's been very hot over the second half of the season. I don't really see that happening. The Rangers will win the AL West, but where it gets interesting is what happens with the Astros and as well as the Mariners because they don't have easy outs like the Marlins. The Marlins are playing up against Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, in which they have struggled a lot this year. Meanwhile, the Astros, they have to go up against 
the Diamondbacks, in which, again, postseason team and Seattle, they're going up against the likely AL West champion, the Texas Rangers. But here's the good thing about this. If Seattle were to lose tonight, and let's say Houston loses as well, that's going to wrap up the AL West. And the Texas Rangers, over the next two days, they could have that hangover on Saturday. And the Mariners, they could just come in, win that game. Houston could drop one against the Diamondbacks. It's going to be a very interesting week, to say the least. This is when baseball gets good. It's starting to get a little cooler in the air here in D.C. October's coming around right around the corner. We're 48 hours away from it. Actually, less than that at this point. 36 hours away from it. And this is when baseball gets interesting. And, man, doesn't it make you kind of miss October baseball here in the nation's capital. It does for me. It kills me sometimes. Thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every single day. And the Nationals play the Braves tonight at 725 Eastern time. And, of course, the Braves think they're special, so they have a later start time, which is just so stupid because they think their traffic is so much better than everyone else's. It isn't. Catch every pitch in the Nats' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Nationals there. And before we get into previewing the final series of the 2023 season it's been a fun run the nationals again 70 wins that is the goal for this series just win one of the next three games i'll be a happy camper heading into the offseason but before we get into that let me tell you guys about our good friends over at doordash and you may love the convenience of getting what you want right to your door right Well, with DoorDash Grocery Delivery, you can stock up for the week or order last-minute cravings conveniently. This is what the best thing about DoorDash is because now they can deliver groceries right to your door. And you've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites. And now you can also get your groceries delivered to your door, too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered or will make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. Want even more value? You can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Limited time offer. Terms apply. That's 50% off up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONMLB. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONMLB for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Now we get back into it as the Nationals. They head down to Atlanta for the final series of the 2023 season. And again, the Nationals are sitting at 69 wins and 90 losses on the season. A lot better than what they were in 2022. Only winning 55 games and having 107 losses in 2022. The Nationals, the race for 70 wins starts tonight. So tonight's matchup. We've kind of talked about it a little bit, but you got Alan Winans against Trevor Williams. And if you look at the numbers on this, Winans has been the better pitcher. But here's the good thing. He's a rookie. He's kind of getting thrown out there at this point to basically kind of rest some starters. He's not really going to be a postseason starter for Atlanta down the line. He's not really going to be someone who should be pitching that many meaningful innings for the Braves down the line. So Trevor Williams, man. 
maybe tonight is your night. Maybe tonight is the night where you get Ronald Acuna out, where you get Matt Olson out, and maybe the Atlanta Braves want to sit some of those guys. At this point, I don't think they will because they're going to have plenty of days off until they play game one of the NLDS and probably Wednesday or Thursday, whenever that is. I don't really see the Braves benching any of their guys at this point because if you remember the postseason days here for the Washington Nationals in 2012, 2014, 2016, 2017, and 2019, besides that 2019 year, you don't really want to rest your guys when you're going to have those few days off. Now, while some people, like if you look around the NFL or the NBA or other sports leagues, they do give their guys days off, but in baseball, it's a little bit different. Yes, you are slightly risking injury risk there, but even then, you have to have your guys stay hot, in my opinion, and I'm a sole believer in that. That is why I don't think the Atlanta Braves are going to kind of take their foot off the pedal a little bit here. I think they're going to be trying to win these games, and even then, they need they don't need to win these games, but they want to win these games. They want to be the best team in Major League Baseball and at this moment. They basically locked that up for the foremost because the Atlanta or not the Atlanta Orioles, the Baltimore Orioles, they got their 100th win yesterday and they're the second best team in Major League Baseball. I think they work they're going to want to keep pace and continue to be that number 1 seed, but maybe you could have some luck in this sense that Maybe they want to rest some bullpen arms. I don't really know at this moment in time. You never really know how organizations kind of deal with these situations. It's really a team-by-team basis. It could be different for every organization out there and really what they believe in. That's enough gospel by me. But going in, tomorrow, you got Yoan Adon versus Spencer Strider. We've highlighted the issues that he's had against sub-500 teams. Maybe the Nationals get lucky in tomorrow's contest, but again, the issue really isn't that. The issue is that you have Yoan Adone on the mound for this team, and which hasn't been that great. But in game 162, you have Jackson Rutledge on the bump. At this moment, the Braves haven't announced a starter. But if you remember Jackson Rutledge, his last start just last week was very good against the Atlanta Braves. His best start through his first three career starts was against that Atlanta Braves team over at home. Now he's going down to Atlanta now, here's the concern with it. You're facing this loaded offensive lineup, probably the best offense in all of baseball, for being honest, outside of the Tampa Bay Rays and the Baltimore Orioles. One of the best. We'll just say that. You're facing them twice in one week, in about one week, you could say. And back-to-back starts, you're a young pitcher making your fourth career start in which you've looked really good in your last two. You had that stinker in your first start, but even then, You've seen the potential with him. And in game 162, if Jackson Rutledge were to end this year on a solid note and beat the Braves twice to end the season, get the Nationals to 70 wins or maybe 71 wins or even 72 wins if they decide to go for the sweep, that's going to be a very impressive kind of showcase heading into 2024, in which we talked about the starting rotation in 2024 yesterday with Bobby Blanco. If you haven't checked that out, make sure to go check that out wherever you get your pods. You can kind of hear us both kind of shuffle around on what we may think 2024 could hold for guys like Jackson Rutledge and Jake Irvin. But season's over tonight, man. Or not tonight. Season's over on Sunday. This is the final show of Locked On Nationals for your Washington Nationals regular season. It's been a fun year, but now we got to wrap up these final 27 innings of baseball, in which has been a marathon of a season filled with ups and downs. 
but hopefully the Nationals can finish on a high note against the Atlanta Braves tonight because the Nationals are playing the Braves tonight at 7.25 Eastern time. Catch every pitch of the Nats hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Nationals there. And of course, it's going to be a fun series. Final series of the season for the Nationals. Final series of final weekend of regular season baseball for the Nationals. We'll see what happens with this team moving forward. But of course, I will catch you guys on the flip side. Have a good one. Go Nats.